Welcome to another episode of the Central Minnesota Futsal League Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Premier Real Estate. They're locally owned, and whether you are looking to buy or sell, they are your premier choice for all of your real estate needs. My name is Jake Nelson. I'm here with co-host Jake Hemish, a.k.a. The Beauty Boy, and Luke Majerly. We're back for our 4th of July week podcast, and we've got some good stuff lined up for you guys here today. Boys, how are we feeling today? Beauty, how are you doing? Doing great. I love 4th of July. Can't wait for fireworks, hot dogs, grilling out, you know, the best. What is your, uh, what's your favorite holiday as you say that? I'm just curious. Favorite holiday? Yeah. Thanksgiving. Underappreciated. Why Thanksgiving? Eating food, resting, taking a nap during the day. So good. Football. Football. American football. American football. Did you know that they're adding a a team to the, the teams that play? On Thanksgiving, you know how they always do the Lions, and they do uh, the Cowboys. They're adding another. I can't remember who though. The Vikes are playing, I think. Are they? Or maybe they're not. Oh, I don't know. Sweet. Anyway, Luke, how are you doing? What's new with you? Not much is new. It's uh, going to be a great Independence Day break. So excited! Independence Day. Luke's favorite holiday, I think. He loves the fireworks. He loves... Okay. <laughs> I said Independence Day on our last <laughs> podcast, and Jake goes, Independence Day? I just what's, haven't heard... What's that? I haven't heard it called Independence Day in years, honestly, yeah. so I, I don't think know. That's I what, thought it was goofy. Like, Google Calendar calls no, it. you're right, you're right. All right, well, hey, I hope you guys are having a good fourth, but we will jump into our first thing that we have here today. And we're going to go over some predictions, and we need you guys to take your pick. Give us who you think is going to win and the score of those games. And we're going to start with our very first game of the night between the Care Bears and the Sartell futsal team. Luke, who do you have in that game? This is lining up to be a great game. I'm picking the Care Bears. When it comes down to it, I think their offensive power is just going to shine through. Um, And we have seen Sartell struggle defensively the past couple of weeks. They can also score with the best of them. But I think at the end of the day, Care Bears, I'm picking them in a 7-5 victory Mm. over Sartell futsal team. I like it. Beardy, what do you got? I'm going to go... Bold on this one, and I'm going to take Sartell futsal team with the upset in this game against Care Bears. Uh, I'm going to go a 6-5 victory for Sartell futsal team. Um, Having a full roster, ready to go. They can score with the best of them as well. Uh, All of their their big guns will be there, Um, and they got a bunch of guys who are in the top 20 in points. Um, on their team, I think even in the top 10. Top, five of the top 12. Wow, five of the top 12. Dang, they, they, they're they scoring with the best of them. And mm-hmm. so I think uh, they're going to be right there. 
Um, and I, th- I think they're going to pull an upset that week um, and, and going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, that'd be a fun game, and I'm excited that that's the, the first game of the night, start the night off well. Uh, our next game that we're going to have you guys take your pick on is between the Founding Fathers and the Patriots. Beardy boy, who do you got? Uh, this is a really good game. The Patriots will be back to full strength, um, hopefully getting Nat Vogley from injury. Um, after he tweaked his knee, he's been wearing uh, his knee, he's been wearing his knee brace all week. Yeah, he's he's trying to recover. Uh, he's been icing it. I talked to him today. <laughs> he said he's sounding he's feeling a lot better. Uh, they'll also have best player, uh, maybe best player in the league, Luke Spanier back. No, not um, no, maybe. We no, all know maybe. how you feel about him. <laughs> um, you're on the the lead. You're the leader of the Luke Spanier fan club. Yeah, it's true. Um, but. I, I still don't think it's going to be enough. Founding Fathers edge them there uh, with a 4-2 win is my prediction in that game. 4-2. Uh, two good teams, um, but they're going to lock down defensively, I think, both of them. And I think Founding Fathers find a way to score just a few more. Yeah, it'll be a close game. Luke, what do you think? This one's going to be, here's the deal, in the futsal inner circles, everyone kind of knows that this is this is a rivalry as old as time, well, mm-hmm. as old as our futsal league, so two years now, so crazy, <laughs> crazy old rivalry. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be intense. Both teams know each other super well. They've played each other probably hundreds of times at this point with just pickup games, and they are very familiar with each other. And I'm just gonna have to go with history. I think it will repeat itself here. Mm. I like, I like your score. I think it. I think four two is an accurate. I do think it'll be pretty low scoring. I'm gonna be shocked if either team scores five or five or more. But I like the four two prediction that Beard said. I'm gonna stick with him. Yeah. Well, we have a special guest later this episode that I think would like to chime in uh, with his thoughts on that game. So be tuned uh, later in for that because we will be coming back to that game. I think. Uh, our next game, though, that we want to feature is back with the Founding Fathers, their second game. Uh, when they play Nat Control and Luke, what do you think is going to come of that game? This one I'm probably most excited for all night. Probably game of the week. It's hard hard to tell. There's some good games mm-hmm. this week. But, I mean, it's hard to, to say anything against the number one and number two team going against each other. It's going to be a battle to the end. I really think this one is going to come down to goaltending. I do. I mean, both teams have great, great uh, scoring. They got some awesome defenders, and I think it's going to be kind of a fluke goal that that whichever side is going to wish that they had back, that might be the game mm-hmm. uh, changer in this game. So I'm I'm going with a I'm going to go with a 4-3 victory for the Founding Fathers. I feel like I can't, I don't know who I would be if I was rooting against myself here. So <laughs> I I just if we're going to let the colors show through here, but I I I'm I'm hoping for a sure. 4-3 victory. I do it's think it's it. going to be a one goal game. Yeah. It's going to be close and it's not it's going to be off of a mistake and that's what close games come down to. Yeah, well, and it's interesting you said that, too, because in our interview last week with the team captain from NAC Control, Reed Evans, he said the same thing, talking about goaltending, and I think it might play uh, a big piece into the outcome of this game, which, not going to lie, makes me a little nervous. 
but I think I think that that's just the truth. They're they're two teams that are are very defensively sound, uh, and they they know how to lock down and they know how to play that system really well. And so I really do think it's going to come down to uh, to that. But Beard, what do you think about that game? I think in this game, I, I'm interested to see who Nat control puts at goal. Um, if they continue to put Ryan there, Ryan had a huge week this last week um, in goal. Um, but it'll be interesting if, if team captain Reed Evans elects for himself to take goal that week or if Ryan stays in. What will happen? I think, like you said, goalkeeping will be a huge difference. I agree with Luke. I think it's going to be a one-goal game, maybe even a tie in this one because um, both teams will lock down defensively. It's it's going to be tight and close. Um, it'll, it'll be trying to figure out who can get those through. Uh, these are also the two... Um, most experienced. They have the oldest average age of any team in the league. Um, and I, I, I just say this from the start. I think I think experience makes a huge difference uh, for teams in this league. Um, and we see it as they're the top two teams. Um, in the end, though, I got to make a scoreline prediction, don't I? Um, mm-hmm. And scoreline here, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-1. Founding Fathers... I gotta, I gotta, I, you know, it's Homer pick, but I gotta go roll with my guys. Mm-hmm. Another two-one game, similar to Mad Martians. Um, you know, the one thing that I, I think in this game, is that if one of the teams gets a, a multiple goal lead, it could get out of hand, and it could, it could, uh, it could get, it could get crazy. How do you think this game will compare to the Founding Fathers game versus the Mad Martians? Being that, I mean, if you're predicting 2-1, do you see it being similar play style where it's a lot of action in the middle, uh, fast play, or is it going to be more, you know, defensive and, and you know, lots of shots? I mean, because there's no shots really in that Mad Martians game. There are I mean, a lot virtually. of blocked shots, yeah. There yeah. are a lot of blocked shots, not a lot of things getting through. I think that that'll be kind of the similar thing. Um, I know that that's that's what founding fathers will look to do is is keep a lot of the shots um, blocked before they ever get to the goalkeeper. I have to imagine that's what Nat Control is going to try to do as well. Um, you know, it might be a grind in that middle of the park. It's it's who's going to figure out what can they do to get that ball past past the goalie. What they can they do if if a team is dropping three guys back to defend. You know, how do you get the ball ball in the net? That's that's tough to do. Um, and so it's going to be a fun game to watch. This is one that everyone's going to want to stick around for, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And our last game that we're going to highlight and give uh, some thoughts on would be the Mad Martians versus the Thunderducks, the final game of that night. And, Beard, what do you think of that game? I think this will be a closer game than what most people think. Looking at uh, Thunderducks, 0-4 in the year, I think they're a better team than their record suggests. Um, playing playing with a lot of subs this last week. Um, I think Mad Martians come out on top on this one, um, but I think the Thunderducks keep it close. Um, and I'm going to say a 5-3 victory uh, in favor of Mad Martians. Um, wow. I think Thunderducks hang around with them and, and keep it close. It might even be a one-goal game. Yeah. I am going to – I'm going to make a little bit of a bold statement. I know this is a highlighted game. I think Mad Martians – all right, I'm going to take some heat for this. I think Mad Martians are going to put a beat down on the Thunder Ducks. I think they're out to prove something. They're they're a little a little salty probably after last week's loss and I think they're going to come in hot to week 3 
And especially I think coach, after Beard's Blast. Beard's Blast. I think Coach Caleb Forberg is going to show um, his players what's up, and it's it's going to get it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm I'm going with a a seven two win for Mad Martians, and mm-hmm. it'll be close for about the first three minutes and that's all i give the thunder ducks and then i think mad martians are just gonna step on the accelerator they might prove me wrong but i'm, yeah. I'm thinking not yeah i think it'll be a fun game either way um like you said caleb uh the captain for the mad martians he coaches a lot of the guys on the thunder ducks or some of them anyways and so it's uh and aiden has helped with some of the summer league yeah, stuff yeah so he knows the guys i think it's gonna be a little the mentors teaching the mentees this Ooh, week. Yeah. The Obi-Wan versus the Anakin fight. If you watch Star Wars, that was nice. kind of nerdy. Hey, to that, say. Was, that was nerdy, but maybe there's some people out there who watch Star appreciate Wars. appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Our next segment is called Overrated, Underrated, or Perfectly Rated. <laughs> this segment we give a grade for a player or a team and the boys need to give their thoughts as to whether that is overrated underrated or perfectly rated we're going to start with defender for the care bears brandon doe and the commissioner's grade for brandon doe is a b plus beard brandon doe b plus overrated underrated or perfectly rated i'd say that's probably perfectly rated um, like I said, uh, one of the only defender, like really quality defenders on that team with a lot of attacking presence. Um, you know, they got golden boot, uh, leader right now, Ariel Rodriguez. They got Keegan Pham, great offensive players. Uh, Lito Erickson, who was third in the league last year in goals scored. Uh, man, they, they have a ton of attackers. Um, but Brandon, Brandon is one of their only solid defenders on that team. Um, and so I think a B plus plus is actually a really great rating for him um, because he brings that that sturdy presence in the back that they absolutely need because um, they they push forward a bunch. Next up is Shafi Jama forward for Saint Cloud United, and we're giving him a grade of an A minus. Luke, overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? Man, I feel like. Another perfectly rated just isn't that exciting. It's not what the people want to hear. But I do, when you first said his name, and we didn't get a screening of this, I was thinking A-. minus. I do think he's he is a very valuable piece to his team. Great footwork. Um, but he also, I don't put him in that top, top elite category. But he's right there under it. So I, I, I give... Shafi Jama, I think he is perfectly rated right there. He's has seven points in three games, and I think we're going to see a lot of, of good play from Shafi this year. Next up, a player from the Sartell futsal team, Carter Sharp and Beard. We're giving him a grade of a B-. minus. Vastly underrated. Vastly, vastly, vastly underrated. Carter Sharp uh Last year was was one of the top point getters in the league. Um, he continues uh, a, a tear this year. Um, I know he's near the top in points this year. Uh, great player. I think when you look at that team, the pe- the people that you focus on in that team are Kevin, 
our John and our Dylan. They're three big bodies. They're going to move you. They move the ball well. They're strong. Uh, they get points and stuff like that. And Carter is a guy who I feel like constantly goes under the radar and then has a week like last week where he puts in six goals and you're like, what the crap just happened? You know what I'm saying? Um, he he is underrated on that team. Um, and I think on a, on another team, he might really shine. Um, and so, man, he he's, he's one that I think is underrated for sure. Our fourth one that we have is a team, the Top Boys. And they're given a score of a B. Luke, what do you think of the Top Boys? Oof. Overrated. Overrated. I'm gonna go with, uh, they gotta. They gotta prove that they can earn they the grade of a B. Yes, and they do have to show up. That will help them. And so, I mean, I believe they're 0 and 4 this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, 1 and 3, 1 and 3, and uh, I just. I'm going to have to see more for them to even be above average, which I think would be C. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, top boys, they're going to get an overrated grade from me. Yep. All right, our next up is a player. Uh, this player is probably the most versatile um, of the whole league, can really play any position. Uh, forward slash midi slash defender for the Patriots, Luke Spanier. And we're giving him a grade of an A+. Beardy, what do you think? <laughs> You know, honestly, when you say A plus, like there's not you can only really go underrated or perfectly rated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm gonna challenge that right now, and I'm gonna say that, or sorry, you can only say overrated or, or perfectly rated. I'm gonna say underrated. I think yeah. an A plus isn't enough. I agree. I agree. Um, Luke's uh, in a, he's in a league of his own. Right? Uh, I might be joining the, the Luke Spanier fan club. Um, I'm certainly not president like you. Um, but, uh, I, I'd say he, it, underrated for sure. Just looking at how that team operates, not only is he, uh, the, the scorer, the facilitator, the defender, uh, but he's the organizer of that team. Um, when he's not on that team, they look like a mess. Luke takes a team full of D level players and brings them up to a bunch of B and A level players. Wow. He he does it all. So if there is a way to be underrated, he is at an A plus. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, then. they got they got some guys who who are, would probably be rated on near the bottom of the league. Um, and when Luke plays with them, they look amazing. Um, and maybe maybe we saw some of that with with one of the guys who left their team last year. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. Yep. Well, you know what, Beardy Boy, I agree with those thoughts. Luke Spanier is just in a class of his own. Uh, but we're going to keep moving. Our next one is forward for Wilmer United, Will Neprath. Luke, and we are giving him an A-, minus. overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated. This one, This one's tough. And if we're going to go off of value to his team, I think that's – a fair value, a fair grade for Will. I think it showed yep. this last week. I know he's only got four points on the year, um, but value in the league as compared to other players, I think that would be slightly overrated. But I do think he showed up. I mean, he was, I think, the one of the few guys that was scoring last week yeah. when the team was down, uh, missing questionable star player Caleb Eskew. Um, and I just – Addition Will, by subtraction. Yes. 
uh, Will 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 showed up, uh, and he he was he was kind of their only offensive force out there. I remember when we were playing him. I remember thinking like we do have to kind of worry about where Will is, and he mm-hmm. he is a, a valuable player to their team. But yes, in comparison, there's a lot of good players in the league. To be in that A category, you, I do think you have to be in that top tier of points. And so it, it depends what, what you're talking about. He's perfectly rated, I think, for his team. Maybe a little overrated for the entirety of the league. Sure. But we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. All right, well, we have three left. Our next one up is going to be a player from the Thunderducks, Kyle Fisher. Bearden, we're giving Kyle a grade of a B plus. Overrated, so, underrated, or perfectly rated? This one's tough because Kyle's only uh, played in one week's worth of games. Sure. Um, man, B plus. I, this is one that probably, like Luke said with Will, is for his team. Um, probably underrated because I think he's very valuable to his team. And I, I'm willing to be proved wrong in this, but value to, in comparison to the league um, he's got to put up some more points. And so at the moment, I'm going to say that's overrated. Um, you know, I'm excited. I, I want Kyle to come out and prove me wrong. Uh, you know, he's probably listening to this and thinking like, man, I wish we played those guys again so that I could stick it to Jake. But I, I know Kyle's a good player. Um, B plus maybe is a little overrated at the moment. Um, but I'm, I'm ready for him to come and prove me wrong and, and be one of the top point getters in the league. Um, and really show up and show out. So, yeah, it'll be good to see. Yeah, those are good thoughts. Two left. Our next one is a team, and we have, Luke, for you, the Patriots, and we are giving them a grade of a C plus, a C plus. Now, this is based off of how they've performed so far this year and their current record and where they're at currently in their division. So they have a grade of a C plus based off of the games that they've played so far and the record as it stands Overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? I think that's highly overrated. No, I'm just wow. kidding. I wanted, I wanted to put that out there just so their hearts would drop when I said that. Um, no, I do. I, I like the Patriots, and I do think that's probably underrated. I think they yeah. are going to finish higher than they are right now. They're, they're in a little bit of a, a rut right now. Tough record, um, and it's going to be tough to climb out of. But they're a team that I don't think anyone's going to want to face in the playoffs. And so I think they are underrated at a C plus. I think they will, at the end of the year, be one of the best teams. But they, they've they dug themselves a little bit of a hole right now, and it's going to be tough to get out of. Um, but I guess to answer your question, underrated. Our last one that we have is a player for the top boys. Yasir. And if you know Yasir, he is a great time. I love Yasir. Anytime you get to be around Yasir, you know it's just going to be a party. And so Yasir for our last one, Beardy Boy, we're giving Yasir a grade of a B, a flat B. Do you think that that is overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? Underrated, Jake. That Amen. is underrated. Dude, Yasir on the ball is so, so good. He's a magician. I once watched him uh, make three guys miss. Uh, on his way to scoring a goal. Like he, 
I don't understand what it is. He's like a bowling ball on the field. Um, but when he has the ball at his feet, he's magic. Um, like he you got can, cat's feet out there, dude. He can just make it work. Makes the ball uh, work at his feet, and then and has the touch to finish it as well. Um, I think a lot of times they have him play in goal because he's a big body and stuff like that. Um, but when he gets on the field, watch out because he can he can mow guys down. He's got some physicality. And uh, he can move the ball and he can shoot. And so I think that's underrated, um, not only on his team, but in the league. And I think at the end of the year, I think he's going to put up some points to prove that. Well, that's what we got for that segment. Next up, we have our special guest feature of the week, team captain and one of our very own board members from this league. Check it out. All right, well, I am here with team captain of the Patriots, and board member of the CMNFL, Nat Vogley. Nat, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you for having me. I Absolutely. We we know that you have a lot of a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. Maybe you could say on the league. Uh, you've been around since the beginning with uh, your team last year that went through a rebrand this summer. Um, but the team is back. Um, how do you feel so far about your team and, and how how you guys have been performing? You know, uh, statistically, I know it's not looking great. We're uh, one and three. Uh, but honestly, uh, the first week, we kind of had a fluke. That first game, we lost pretty heavily to the Mollies team. Uh, or rebranded to, what? what is their rebranded name? St. Cloud United. St. Cloud mm-hmm. United, we lost heavily to them. And yeah. I think we just didn't come out ready, and they came out ready. But uh, the second week, I think... Uh, a hot take is that we actually did well. Uh, we were missing our best player, and yeah, uh, no subs. I think I think a big deal for us is that we were able to put goals in the net uh, yeah. and keep the games close. I mm-hmm. think we had no subs, and both games we started out on top. And I just think we got outplayed by teams that had more players than us. I I'm not saying we would we would have won both games uh, if, if we would have had more players there, but mm-hmm. I think they would have been closer at least yeah absolutely well and with that uh like you said you guys have been performing well all things considered uh, and one of the factors in those no doubt has been uh forward new pickup for this year jackson kent give us some oh. of your thoughts about um about that new addition to your team this year jackson has been incredible he's a firecracker on the field uh he knows how to put it away and he just brings another level of soccer knowledge uh we the only soccer player on our team before uh, Jackson was just Luke, so uh, just having another soccer player that can think through that mentality and kind of put some plays together and read Luke's mind a little better mm-hmm. has helped us a lot. And we haven't really gotten to see it too much, uh, but boy, did he did he come alive last week and put yeah. some put some goals in the back of the net. Yeah, so he's been super fun to have around and has been a huge upgrade to our team. Yeah, absolutely. Nat, you've been playing a lot of goalie this year. I know that it was kind of split time, maybe even a little bit more on the side of Ben for who was starting in net and getting some of those minutes. But you've been pretty much taking the helm uh, back in net. Um, tell us how things have been going playing goalie pretty much every game. Um, I know that there was some injury, and so Ben played one of the weeks, but you've kind of been taking the, the, the role as that starting goalie. And so how have you been enjoying that? What's that been like this year kind of stepping into that role? You know, I love uh, – I used to hate playing goalie because I didn't get to play up and I just like scoring goals. But 
honestly, I don't do a great job scoring goals. <laughs> so, And uh, there's far less injuries. I'll say that, too. When Nat is in the corner, watch out. Somehow. I mean, somehow I get an injury, though. But Yeah, that's uh, true. I, I've loved playing goalie. I'm, I'm a big body, and I'd like to think I can move uh, semi-quick. And so it's mm-hmm. been fun to learn how to play that position and how to uh, – just put myself in front of the ball. You know, Luke's been a great coach. Uh, I I would say that uh, Luke does make us all better players, and Luke has definitely made me a better player. Uh, mm-hmm. So give a lot of props to that man. I'm also in the fan club, and I'm running for president. So hey, it's a it's a good fan club to be in. Um, Nat, a little segment I want to do in this interview with you that I thought would just be fun is something called Nat's Naughty List. <laughs> Now, in this segment, I want you to give some thoughts on, you know, maybe some hot take thoughts, okay, on a player, a team, anything you want to, someone that has just been not good, someone who's been playing bad, or a team that's not been playing well, you know? Who, who do you got for Nat's naughty list? Yeah, you know, this is a really hard – Lito Erickson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean – pretty quick. Here, here's the deal. Lito, uh, love the guy. He played with us. He was super fun, and – uh Miss him. Rest in peace. I hope he's having a good night tonight. So for those who don't know. Not dead. He was on uh, the Patriots team last year. And, I mean, walk us through. What what happened this offseason that that caused him to to leave your team and and jump over to the Care Bears? Lito jumped the gun a little bit. He, uh, so there was a joke, a joke rumor about Luke leaving our team. (laughs) Oh, no. Luke. League rumors. League rumors caused Lito to jump ship because wow. Lito didn't want to play with us. So, uh, I you know I wish him all the best, but uh, honestly, uh, I my hot take is that Lito is not not doing as well this year, and mm-hmm. I think honestly it's because because he's not playing with Luke, and Luke just makes yeah. us all better players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we love a good hot take, and uh, that being said, the last thing I want to talk about with you, Nat is this next week, one of your games is against the Founding Fathers. And I, I, want, <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on what you think is going to transpire from that game. You know, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think uh, we have played each other probably the most out of any other team in the league, uh, just with pickup. And, uh, I mean, we all we all kind of built the court together. So like we started from literally from the beginning when yeah. we were doing it. So like yep. we've literally played for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a really hard fought game of uh, back and forth. But I at the end think that the Little Peckers tribute team is going to pull out the win. I I could see it being a three two win. Yeah. Uh, Patriots up. Yeah, it'll be a fun game regardless of the outcome. Um, I remember last year, I think it was the second game when we played, and we ended up winning 3-1. But I just remember how much fun that game was. Like, honestly, like, there's there's in- games that are intense. There's games that are um, aggressive, action-packed. But that game, honestly, I remember it just being so much fun. Like, when you're playing yeah, against guys that you've played with, um, guys that you even work with, uh, that you spend a lot of time around, um, those are the games that are just super fun. And so... Either way it goes, it's going to be a fun game, and uh, I'm excited for that yeah, one. Me too. I'm excited to play you guys and uh, hopefully see what happens. Yeah. Well, Nat, thank you so much for joining us for this week's special guest feature. We will see you.
Thank you so much for having me, Jake. For our last segment of the episode, we're going to jump into a new one and a one-time only probably called the July 4th Bottom 4. Now, we're going to have the boys give us their takes and their opinions as to who the bottom four teams will be at the end of the year. Those bottom four teams will be playing in a play-in game uh, to go into the quarterfinals for playoffs. So, boys, who do we think the bottom four teams will be? And let's maybe rank them from 10 to 7. Luke, do you want to start? Yes, absolutely. I am just looking at the league right now and there is a currently a pretty big gap at six and seven and the Patriots are going to need to climb out of that hole but at the end of the day I think they will my bottom four prediction for what I think will happen and this is not my indication of what I think the best teams are I just think this is how things are going to shake out I think the bottom four come the end of the year this is a bold prediction will be Wilmer it will be the top boys it will be the Thunder Ducks, and coming in at number seven, I think, will be St. Cloud United. Now, here's wow. the deal. I know. That's a that's a bold statement. Um, yeah. They're they're a very talented team. I, I am just predicting that they're going to have some issues with maybe the right guys showing up. They did this last week, and they got lucky that they had a bye against Top Boys, and they barely had three guys show up in time for their game. Otherwise, that's a forfeit for them as well. And I just think if that continues throughout the rest of the year, they're gonna they're gonna not only struggle to maybe put a team on the field, but maybe they're scraping together just some last second call-ins. And I think sure. at the end of the day, they end up at that seven spot. Yeah. Okay, I like I like Luke's thoughts. Um, I have a similar bottom three, just a little bit different order. I got number ten. I have Top Boys at number 10. Wow. Not Wilmer finishing last. Well, Wilmer's going to have to string some wins in here because they've already lost their game to Top Boys. I know, and that's uh, that's one of the things I thought about. I just um, – the Top Boys have not impressed me. Uh, they missed some games, um, and I worry that, that – uh, they're gonna they're gonna lose they're gonna lose a couple of those. I think I think Wilmer, if they can get a win and they can get a tie, I don't know if Top Boys I don't know if they get another win. Wow. You know, I just yeah. I don't know. Um, and then I think Wilmer at number nine. I think they squeak into number nine. Uh, I think number eight is Thunderducks. I agree with Luke on that one. I think they're the number eight team. Um, and then I'm I'm staying chalk here with where they're at and I just think the Patriots have too much ground to make up after the last week losing two games uh, they lost three games now that's the same amount they lost all of last year um, that wow. would that would mean they would have to win or tie out to finish uh, with the same amount of losses that they had all of last year that's yeah, that's, a good point. that's that's crazy that um, I, I like Luke's pick of St. Cloud United and I, I agree with some of what he said um, I just think six points is a big, uh, is a lot of ground to try to make up. Um, and if they're that team that are dropping down, um, I mean, I Patriots will get them again, but they already have one big loss against them. Um, and so they're going to need to win that one for sure to make up three on them. Um, and then they're going to have to be hoping for, for some other wins and stuff like that. The thing that's going for the Patriots, um, they still get to play some of those bottom teams. 
um, and we'll have opportunities to, to get some key wins and stuff like that. And St. Cloud United hasn't played a lot of good teams. Uh, St. Cloud United has only played the Care Bears. Um, other than that, they've played they've played bottom of the league teams. Um, and so I think there's some more some more losses coming their way for what Luke said. Um, but I, I think there's just too big of a gap that they don't make it out of it. All right. Well, thank you, boys, for your thoughts. That is all we have for that segment and for this episode. Um, before we do our send-off, any final thoughts as we go into week three of regular season play? I think there's some great games on the lineup, and there's going to be some teams out to prove some stuff. And if teams are going to want to climb out of their holes, like the Patriots, uh, as Jake was just saying, it's got to be now. There's no yep. more room to lose. And so they got to be playing for – I mean, they're playing to not play in the playing game. It's a lot of words there. Yeah. Playing to not play in the playing Say game. Say that five times fast. I can't. Try There's it. No. Playing to not play in the playing game. Playing to not play in the playing game. Playing to not play in the – I could. Yeah, yeah, you could have. Yep. It was only two more, really. No, I know, but I just – I figured only... I had it. I had it in the bag. <laughs> Halfway done. Beard, what games are you looking forward to um, on July 10th when we're back after the bye week? I mean, I'm obviously looking forward um, to both of the Founding Father games with the Patriots and Nat Control. I'm looking at that that Care Bears, Sartell Futsal team, some of the games that we talked about. But I'm also looking at um, both of the Thunder Ducks games against Mad Martians and Nat Control. I think Thunder Ducks are a much better team than the record suggests, and I think that they play those two teams tight, and they might even come out with a buy or with a buy with a tie um, in one of those two games. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens with the Sartell Futsal team uh, game against St. Cloud United. Um, I think that that could be a fun one. Uh, last year, those two teams played each other. Um, Sartell Futsal team came out on top in the two games they played against them, um, and so we'll see if that's the same case. Uh, when they come and they meet here on July 10th. Yeah, those are good thoughts. I agree with that, Jake. I think that that 7-10 Sartop Futsal team, St. Cloud United game, those are huge points within a pool, and yeah. that will either, I mean, very well, one of those two teams could land in that bottom seven as well, and yeah. this, this is where it could start. So we'll see. That's huge points right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, boys, for your thoughts here today. That is all we have for this episode. Thank you so much, listeners, for joining us. And we will see you at the CMNFL Court Sunday night, July 10th, for our kickoff game at 6.30 between the Care Bears and the Sartell futsal team. For Beard and Luke, I'm Jake, signing off. Three, two, one. Really, Nat? Hey, here's 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 the deal. If you're gonna be in the room, you need to be quiet, man. Yeah, you're on mute. <laughs> Until your opportunity comes, you're on mute. Say three, two, one, and then he coughs right away. <laughs> three, two, two one. one.